This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Within. I hope you guys are having a lovely, lovely, beautiful, sexy, not strange Tuesday. I don't know what the hell that energy was yesterday, um, but I was hoping I manifested a few things. But the one thing I did not manifest was what I was going to do. But that's okay. That's It's no big deal. I'm not going to sit up here and trip about it. You know, God bless it's just not now. I, it, it will have to change later. Um, but yeah, um, I manifest everything I got. Um, I got the classes I wanted. I know that's kind of silly because in, cla- in, in college, you take classes you need, not what you want. But they gave me the classes, what I needed and wanted. And I appreciate it. I ain't got no mad. So, I mean, I should be making straight up A's and B's. Okay. I get to play with psychology again you know I took psychology so much in my childhood in my youth like I took psychology in high school I took psychology my junior year my senior year in high school and then I took psychology four more times in college and I'm taking it again that's something I really love I love talking about psychology I love it okay I don't set up here and start looking at the reading material and everything already because I love psychology. I'm over here already trying to diagnose folks. <laughs> so you ain't gonna be able to tell me nothing when I get that LPN. <laughs> You're like, oh yes, um, yeah, something, yeah, yeah, you have childhood trauma. What I'm realizing though, I'm gonna be straight up honest with you, with the psychology that I am educated in, in my past, it seems like everybody is dealing with trauma. Um, you know, everybody has childhood trauma. Everybody has past trauma. And that's why they work the way they work. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to start class. My mom's trying to get me to go to this event. I don't want to go. I don't know why I don't want to go. Because I'm not PMSing, I don't think. I might be PMSing. Okay, I possibly could be PMSing right now. Because... I'm just very moody right now. It's giving Scorpio vibes. And I'm not a Scorpio. I'm a Virgo. And I've just been very hermit-like lately. Just, I don't want to go. But I hope you guys are having a lovely Tuesday. Um. So, I don't know if Noah was packing art yesterday. I don't quite, we have not clarified that. We have not clarified if Jumanji start playing. <laughs> oh, we don't know if Jumanji were playing. Or Noah was packing the art. Because I know it was two kittens and two deers that ran. Something scared them both. But they were both running opposite directions, which that was the part that confused me. That was the part that got me. It was like they both were running to opposite directions. It was like the deer was running the other way and the cat kittens were running that way. I was like, okay, so what's scary you? Because I know the kittens were running a different way and the deer running toward where the kittens were running away. And it's like, what happened? What, what's going on in the woods? What's popping off? Okay, it's the Pied Piper in the woods. We're talking about the actual Pied Piper in the store. We ain't, we ain't trying. But, you know, I mean, you know. Out of curiosity, is that Pied Piper in the woods? <laughs> is he? Scaring off animals and stuff? 
not unless they cutting out of woods and trying to build another subdivision which uh hello we're in a freaking recession so i don't know why you would be building a, a, another neighborhood unless elon musk and mark zuckerberg are planning something evil i don't know but yesterday it was very weird and i was in a very weird mood Very weird mood. So it's just ugh. I think I'm PMSing. I really genuinely I, I genuinely think I'm PMSing. So don't take offense. If I say something that's all out of nowhere, don't be offended, okay? So, today we're going to be talking about Nazis in Antarctica. But before we talk about Nazis in Antarctica, I wanted to talk about a few things that's going on in this world, okay? I woke up this morning. Let's just say this. Um, I didn't get to announce this yesterday on my podcast, and I meant to announce this. I would like to say a a quick rest in peace to Olivia Newton-John. And the only thing I could post was, like, crying tears. Oh, my God. That's a lot of, like, iconic people who are passing... I don't know why, but they're passing on, and, um, you know, you don't know who Olivia Newton-John is, she, um, stars, and if you, you know, she starred in, um, Grease, and you want to go a little bit later, she was in Xanadu, Xanadu! I could, but I don't want to get copyrighted. I want to play Hopelessly Devoted to You So Bad right now. That's one of my favorite songs. That was a song I tried out to audition for. And I don't know why. I, like, I didn't know how it went. But um, I wasn't in the right headspace at the time. But I wanted to do it as a solo. Because um, we were all doing... I forgot. We weren't doing Grease. But we were doing uh, a spring concert and hopelessly devoted uh, by Olivia Newton-John was the song we were supposed to do. And for some strange reason, I forgot how it went. I was like, how'd you forget how the song goes? You love Grease. I mean, your goal in high school, which it didn't pan out, was to name your squad the Pink Ladies. squad the pink ladies since I'm a lady now but you know I love uh, even though I'm gonna be straight up on this with you it was set in a time period where black people weren't um accepted it's a, a fully white cast 
but I do love Grease. My friends, when I was younger, because when I was a little girl and I was in elementary school, I had majority white friends. And they told me I could be Frenchy. And I ever since then, well, I'll be honest with you, when I did dye my hair, it was blue. But I still want to dye my hair pink. I don't want to dye my real hair pink. I want to get a pink wig. I want me a nice, short, pink wig like Frenchy had in Greece. Okay? But you know. We're, we're working on it. We're working on lady, ladies in progress. Right now, I'm rocking the faux locks, and I will be taking them out soon. I was trying to figure out what was causing my head some tension. It was because I was pulling on them. I was, like, pulling, um, trying to take them out and stuff like that. Because they were itching my scalp. And um, I will say I'm in the process of taking them out. I don't know what I'm going to do with my hair, though. My real hair. Uh, my real hair seemed to not... It didn't really nap up like I thought it would. It kind of still straight. So, yeah. You know, I, I was not able to tell you guys that yesterday. Um, because I had to get some work done. We got the paperwork done. We got the classes done. So, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm ready. I'm set. So... We're going to school this year. We're gonna try to learn something besides uh Orion. And <laughs> um yeah. And yes, in real life he's really that gorgeous. He's really that attractive. Just in case you guys wanna know, he's perfect. He's gorgeous. Okay. He's very good looking. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, rest in heaven to Olivia Newton John. So there's a couple, there's a few stories I want to talk about. Okay, honey. Y'all out here Joanne scamming cheering. You know we going to hell in America. I mean, we just going to hell. We are setting the place to go to hell, honey. Y'all want to go to hell. I don't want to. All right? I don't want to. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to burn in hell. I don't want to go to Dante's Inferno. I don't want to go any of that. I don't want to burn in hell. You are over here scamming an 11-year-old child. Okay? So, according to itsonsite.com, an unidentified man is accused of scamming an 11-year-old boy out of $85 after purchasing lemonade from his stand with a counterfeit $100 bill and asked for an exact change back, says the insider. I forgot how loud outside of this. already um let me continue why was it 
Will Jeremy reportedly saved his money to start his lemonade stand to, to, to earn some extra coins during his summer break when he was taken advantage of by an unidentified suspect. In a Facebook post made by the Everest Police Department, the man bought lemonade from Jeremy with a counterfeit $100 bill and then asked for his exact change back. Jeremy gave the man $85 using his allowance and later discovered that the man was fake was fake after trying to purchase something at a gas station. <sighs> a GoFundMe page was made for Jeremy by Amy Stingfot, who claimed to be the neighbor of Jeremy's family. The GoFundMe was meant to help Jeremy cover his losses and give him some more funds to possibly expand his enterprise, she wrote. GoFundMe the GoFundMe was set at 250 and raised more than $9,000. How I know this ain't a scam? So, little Jeremy, you have learned early in life already that people will tell you, they will sell you shit. They, Jeremy, you learned early already, little Jeremy. Just This just is a life lesson, okay? This should have been a life lesson instead of saying, oh, let's get a GoFundMe page and get $9,000 back. Okay, that's not the lesson I learned. I didn't go make a GoFundMe page. The lesson is, you need a brown marker like they have at Taco Bell to see if the dollar is real. Okay, who is not buying brown markers to see if the money was real? You always have a brown marker just to see if the money is real. And then y'all sit up here and go find your way out of these things. No, this is not real life, boy. He's there. You're not teaching him real life. <coughs> nice to know that you got $9,000 as your little lemonade stand. But I need little Jeremy to understand that people always do things like this and you need to invest in a marker. A brown marker, they got them at Office Depot. And the reason I was looking for one because, you know, y'all know I'm a certified nail technician, so I want to start my nail business. And the one thing you need is a, a brown marker. To, not a brown marker, a specific money to see if the money is counterfeit. So there's a specific marker that they use to see if the money is counterfeit. Anytime when you're exchanging money with anybody, make sure you have that marker to see if it if it shades brown. Because when it brown, it tells you the money is fake. So I'm mad y'all let him start a lemonade stand anyway during these times without uh, a counterfeit marker. A marker to see if the money is counterfeit. Y'all don't give a damn about these children. I'm going to tell y'all that. Y'all say y'all care about these kids, but y'all really don't give a fuck about them. Because if you really, really want to help him make money, one of the things you would invest in was a marker that, that, that detects fake money. But no, then y'all got the easy way out and get a, a GoFundMe page. Get out of here. Next story. Okay. So, TMZ reported that some new monsters going around here, okay? We got COVID-19, 20, 21, 22, and 23 
okay? We got Jay Boog, Rasby, Lil Fizz, and Amorian walking around here. And then we have freaking Monkeypox, right? According to TMZ, there's a new potentially fatal Langya virus detected calls for alarm overseas. I mean, y'all just really don't want me to have children. How are we going to get kids? Are we just going to do a lab thing? You know, just have him, like, you know, get a cup and go in the bathroom. And we can do I mean, okay, we good. We can Tucky base me. That's cool. I ain't got to touch nobody. <laughs> I'm okay with being turkey based. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can turkey base. Yeah, cool. And it says... China has discovered a new potentially fatal virus within its borders, which experts say could trigger yet another pandemic. The Langya Hennepa virus, referred to as Langya, has already infected 35 people, according to the Taiwan Center for Disease Control. It is in the same family as the Hendra virus and the Nipah virus. Girl... While none of the patients have died or suffered serious illnesses, it's a virus that has infected human beings prior to its outbreak. So there's a lot of unknowns, okay? Being under the Hennepah virus umbrella, it has potentially do some serious damage. Who data classified Hennepah virus with 40 to 75% fatality rate? So I guess the monkeypox can do what y'all want to do. The symptoms might look familiar. It's fever, headache, cough, and fatigue. Girl. A report by the New England Journal of Medicine said the infected patients had a history of being in contact with animals. However, it's now possible the virus has already been transmitted from human to human. It's the fear mongering for me. Um, I'm over it. I'm genuinely over it. It's like y'all determined to kill us from something. I don't like it. You know. This is why I'm going into psychology. I just feel like they use scare tactics and stuff like that. I feel like that's what's going on or whatever. Um, they said this is what's going on. And I feel like this is a scare tactic. I feel like the monkeypox is a scare tactic. Even though there's pictures of people walking around with monkeypox. Um, and I am a firm believer this might get as bad as chickenpox. Because like I said, I told y'all back in the 90s. Us 90s and 80s babies experienced chickenpox. I have a chickenpox scar on my notes. Um, I think monkeypox is going to be like chickenpox. You know, pretty bad, but not that bad. But now y'all sitting over here talking about some Hennepo virus. Y'all, get the fuck out of here. Like, fuck out of here with this shit. I, I ain't feeling you. 
I'm over it. I'm I'm tired of it. Okay. I'm over it. Um There's breaking news about Serena Williams and I will talk about it when I go live. Um I want to talk about a little bit here. It says Serena Williams is retiring from tennis tennis at the U.S. Open. Um, so talk about that i'm gonna write so many stories i want to talk about in my life um what else i want to talk about real quick um, i'm gonna talk about that in my life too with johnny depp oh yeah okay i was trying to find articles on that and i got caught up because i was trying to find articles on several different things but y'all, they don't rated Trump's uh Marilago home. Trump got rated. Trump got rated. There it goes. According to the new uh the neighborhood talk. Donald Trump says the FBI raided his Mar-a-Lago home in Florida. Blame radical left Democrats who don't want him to run for president again in 2024. It said that uh, in a statement, Trump expressed his anger with the FBI and Democrats for allowing his home to be raided. He was at the estate at the time, but he was later informed of the FBI presence after they bombarded the home. Trump claimed that he's being targeted by the Democrats who don't want him to run for president again in 2024. He also claimed that America is becoming a third world country because of how they're treating him. Girl! Third world country, that might be, but because of how we treat him, I highly doubt it. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, the unannounced raid on my home was unnecessary or appropriate, Trump said in his statement. Is prosecution, prosecutional, prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and in and an attack by the radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm election. Such an assault could take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries corrupt at levels not seen before. They even broke into my safe. The Justice Department declined to comment as the White House, a White House official said it was not notified about the raid. So... <laughs> I'm loving the conversation. So I said... Um...
And this is where it gets weird. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so the left foot don't know what the right foot is doing. If this sounds correct, that's what you're saying when things are not working the way it's supposed to work. The left foot don't know what the right foot is doing. This was the sound right. They said the Justice Department, that the White House said they were not notified about a raid on Mariligo. still doing the hearing on the um, insurrection but for them to be doing a hearing on the insurrection and then to turn around and say hey we had no clue they were doing this we had no clue this was happening this is where things get w-e-i-r-d weird um Because if you're doing a hearing on something that Trump caused, and I still have to say allegedly, because by the law of the land, they still say that you, whatever, but he did cause this, okay? It's been so much evidence to prove that he did cause this insurrection. Um, why wouldn't the Justice Department admit that they knew about this raid? don't really fuck with Trump or whatever but it is weird that the White House official said they were not notified about a raid but the FBI did a raid so who they were authorized by because um, are y'all still doing a hearing and the main person you need to have on stand for this hearing would be Donald Trump right am I not mistaken For the chaos he calls in Washington, D.C. What's up with you Geminis and chaos, by the way? Y'all just love y'all to start some chaos. I mean, y'all, just love, y'all don't even know y'all start chaos. If y'all, y'all just walk away and there's a trail of stuff destroyed when y'all walk away from stuff. And it's weird. Like, and you Geminis don't even know you doing it. You just do it and then you turn around like, oh, did I do that? I just want to know, okay... Who was instructing the FBI to raid Donald Trump's Marigalago home? I understand the reason behind it because of the hearing. Don't get it twisted. I'm not pro. I'm not pro Trump like that. Okay. 
I'm in my own little space. So I'm not team Trump or team Biden. I'm team Tiffany. Okay. I, I mean, I can see both ends. But if the White House officials did not know about the FBI raid, who authorized it? And does it have anything to do with the hearing? Or was it just done as a scare tactic? I don't, I don't get it. This is where you have to sit back and be like, okay, if the White House officials did not authorize this, who authorized this? It's very suspicious. Don't get it twisted, okay? I will call the suspicion out when I see suspicion. And I'm not sitting up here saying I'm team Trump or nothing like that. Uh, what I'm saying is, is that his Marigaligo home has been raided, all right? Let's talk about what we know. Marigaligo home has been raided. Trump went there, but his Marigaligo home was raided by the FBI, but the White House officials had nothing to do with the organization of this happening. So why is his home being raided by the FBI? if the American government did send FBI and CIA to his house because he is allegedly responsible for the insurrection of 2021. So why deny that you authorize the FBI raid? This is what I got cut off before I said something, but I'm just saying this is just something for you guys to think about. So, you know, and you know, like I said, it wouldn't be far-fetched for the U.S. government or the White House officials to send a raid to uh, his Mar-a-Lago home because there is a hearing about the insurrection on January 6th. But I don't quite understand why the White House officials will say that they have nothing to do with the FBI raid. And I think it's weird. So, I mean, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I, I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's weird. It, it wouldn't be far-fetched, okay? Um. So today on today's podcast, that's just what I'm talking about. The rest I'm going to talk about on my live on um, YouTube. I will go to YouTube and do a live. It depends on if none of my favorite YouTubers go live. So I'm just saying um i'll be going live on youtube and talk about the rest of the stuff that i save before we get into that um we have to have a word for our sponsors um but just to let you guys know we're going to be talking about nazis in antarctica so get ready for me to butcher everything because it's in german i decided i didn't want to butcher a bunch of uh german words so i'm gonna let my ai talk about this article um and the reason i want to talk about this um because somebody was giving hitler vibes uh when he was in office i mean you know 
yeah, the perfect wife, perfect kids, stuff like that. He was giving me those kind of vibes. I mean, there's fear that he was going to put people of color in concentration camps, all this kind of stuff. I mean, let's just be straight up honest. I mean, it just, it just fear like that. You know, nobody wants an uprising of a Hitler. Okay. This motherfucker was pretty scary. Um, and the reason why I say he's scary and, 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 and it's because he conquered, he almost conquered the world. I think he got to England, if I'm not mistaken, with my World War II uh, history. Um, if I'm wrong, let me know. I don't mind being told that I'm wrong. But because I'm a history buff, I can probably tell you. Uh, he got as far as to England. And I already told y'all that before. Um, the reason why people fear Putin because they don't want him to try to conquer. Um, Hitler got to England. Um, did he conquer England? Um, yes and no. He got to England because I remember they were talking about Crystal Knight. Um, so he did do some damage in England. He almost conquered the world. Okay, this is something that Alexander the Great was trying to do. This is something that um, Napoleon tried to do, and then Hitler came along and did it, and everybody's trying to keep somebody else from doing it. Um, clearly, they're trying to keep Putin from doing it. Because if he, if, he, if he conquers Ukraine, then he's going to go to the other countries like Yugoslavia, Slovenia, Czechoslovakia, stuff like that. And then you have China also, who's a beast. Um, if they conquer Taiwan, they can start trying to get to Japan, Vietnam, Korea, stuff like that. Okay? So, Hitler is a pretty scary historical person. Um, so, People always talk about how powerful Nazi Germany is. Part of me feels like it's bullshit because it was that powerful. You know, we will all be speaking German in America and my black ass wouldn't be born. I'm going to call it fact to fact. Okay. So people always talk about, you know, you hear stories about Nazis being in South America, like when they got, you know, when they were looking for them and um, when they were trying to set trials with the Nazis, you know, they had a very like brutal ending. The high ranking Nazi officials, they had very brutal en endings. They were hanged. Um... And some people said that some escaped to South America, but this theory said that they escaped, they, that they, uh, they had some places in Antarctica as well. So we're going to be talking about that. So sit back and relax and try not to get creeped out. Oh, that was the one thing I hate talking about in school was 
freaking World War II. Um, it was just scary as hell. Just think, my great-grandmother was a teenager during this. Sit back and relax. Get you a drink. I don't know if you can uh, devour a snack. We're going to talk about Nazis in Antarctica. Okay? Um, so this article comes from coolantarctica.com. Okay? So I'm going to let them read this to you because I don't want to butcher the German. Okay? I don't know how to speak German and I do not desire to speak German. Sorry. No offense to people in Germany, but I just don't. The fact that an opinion has been widely held is no evidence, whatever that it is not utterly absurd. Bertrand Russell, 1872 to 1970, a wise man, proportions his belief to the evidence, David Hume, 1711 to 1776. In the late 1930s, the Nazis showed an interest in Antarctica and sent an expedition to survey a part of it and claim it for Germany. The claim was not continued, but it sowed the seeds for a whole range of fantasies about secret things that might be going on. What really did happen? New Schwabenland. A little-known German expedition to Antarctica from the 17th of December 1938 to the 12th of April 1939 on the ship MS Schwabenland had the purpose of claiming an area now known as Drawning Maudland, mainly to protect the German whaling industry. This area, however, had been previously explored by Norway and was formally claimed by the Norwegians in January 1939 after the Germans had set sail. MS Schwabenland, late 1930s, with one of two Dornier flying boats towards the stern which was launched by a steam catapult, on return it would land on the sea and taxi to the ship to be brought aboard by a crane. Dragowski Mountains in Dronning Maudland, about 200 kilometers inland from the coast, previously central New Swabia, view from the north looking inland, 1995. The Schwabenland was equipped with a steam catapult and two Dornier while flying boats, which were used to photographically survey 600,000 square kilometers. About a dozen aluminium flags were dropped from the aircraft at turning points of flight polygons and others were left by foot expeditions. None of these have ever been recovered. The land surveyed was claimed by Germany in August 1939 as Nischwebenland, named from the ship. The outbreak of so basically they claimed some land before the whole war started. Very interesting. Outbreak of war prevented two further planned expeditions and the possible building of a base, though most probably to the other side of Antarctica in the Pacific sector away from the Norwegian claim. The claim was abandoned in 1945. There is no evidence of any further German activity in Antarctica during World War II. U-530 at Mar del Plata in July 1945 being inspected by an Argentinian boarding party. U-530 and U-977. On the morning of the 10th of July, 1945, the German U-boat U-530 arrived at the Argentine naval base at Mar del Plata near Buenos Aires, two months after the German surrender and the end of the war in Europe on the 8th of May. 1945. Rumors spread that it had brought Hitler, Eva Braun, Martin Bormann and others and had landed them on the coast of Patagonia or Antarctica before reaching Mar del Plata. A week later a Hungarian exile in Argentina, Ladislas Sabo, wrote a detailed account in a local newspaper of how Hitler and his entourage had supposedly escaped Germany. The story quickly spread worldwide and versions of it appeared in other newspapers in many countries. 
On the 17th of August, another U-boat, U-977 also arrived at Mar del Plata, further fueling speculation. The commanders of these U-boats and their crews were arrested and interrogated by naval personnel from Argentina, the USA and the UK, they all concluded that the arrivals were innocuous and the crews were released. Two years later, in 1947, Sabo published a book Hitler is Alive where he claimed these two U-boats had taken fleeing senior Nazis to Antarctica as part of a submarine convoy. The commander of U-977 in particular, Heinz Schaefer, denied this, but the rumor still spread. In another version of the story, it is Hitler's ashes that were taken to Antarctica and placed in a special ice cave along with Nazi treasure. Sapo claimed a Nazi Antarctic base called New Berchtesgaden had been built in 1938-39. This idea has been taken up by several authors over the years often building on earlier embellishments with tales becoming ever more fantastical as time went on. The submarine convoy and the new Berchtesgaden base both first appear when described by Sabo. There is no reference to either before his publications. Subsequent publications refer to what he initially described and there has never been any evidence of either. Unloading supplies to build and equip a base at Port Lockroy, Antarctic Peninsula, British claimed sector, Operation Tabern, 1944. Secret British Wartime Operations while the Germans were not active in Antarctica during the war, the British were. Great Britain had claimed the sector of Antarctica between 20 degrees west and 80 degrees west and to the South Pole in 1908. Argentina claimed pretty much the same section from the mid-1920s, and so did Chile in 1940. Argentina and Chile were both friendly with Germany. From February 1944 Great Britain occupied the region of their claim to rebut the competing claims from Argentina and Chile under the guise of obtaining information about German shipping raiders and U-boats in the region. A number of permanently manned bases were established to this end each with a handful of personnel under Operation Tabern. Much scientific data was collected during this time and after the war, work continued as the Falkland Islands Dependency Survey, which later became the British Antarctic Survey. Operations High Jump and Windmill Operation High Jump 1946-47 and Operation Windmill 1947-48, the Antarctic summer seasons, were United States Navy operations with High Jump being the largest ever group to go to Antarctica consisting of 4,700 men, 13 ships and 33 aircraft. The main purpose was to prepare for and practice techniques for cold weather warfare in polar conditions while being diplomatically far away from the Arctic and Russia. It was primarily a military exercise with a number of other important objectives such as establishing a research station, investigating further potential base sites, extending the sovereignty of the United States to an extensive region of the continent, and surveying the electromagnetic, geological, hydrographical, and other scientifically important aspects of the physical environment. Operation High Jump, 1946-47, a team of sled dogs pulls supplies from the U.S. Navy attack transport USS Yancey, a.k.a. 93. Operation Windmill, 1947-48, a Navy helicopter flying over the coast of Antarctica. The ship is either the USS Burton Island, AG-88, or the USS Edisto, AG-89. Operation Windmill was a follow-up much smaller exercise the following year, an important part of which was to obtain ground references for the 70,000 aerial photographs taken during high jump the previous year. Helicopters were used extensively, hence the name Windmill being given to the operation. Nuclear Explosions 
In August and September 1958, three nuclear explosions were detonated by the United States as part of Operation Argus over the South Atlantic between 38.5 degrees and 49.5 degrees south between 2,280 and 3,500 kilometers north of Antarctica to the southwest of South Africa. These were high-altitude bursts and, as might be expected at the time at the height of the Cold War, were shrouded in secrecy, though they were reported soon afterwards in 1961. Contortions of the Truth and Invented Narratives As we have seen above, the evidence-free stories about a Nazi base in Antarctica began within a week of a submarine turning up somewhere unexpected shortly after the Nazi surrender in 1945. The items I outline above are factual, though they have been used repeatedly as a scaffold to support all manner of fantasies that may or may not fit together. There are a number of narratives from several authors which follow similar patterns with some variations. The basic story is that a German base in Antarctica was established just before the war by the Schwabenland. This was expanded during the war being regularly supplied by submarine deliveries. It was used to develop sophisticated secret weapons. This base was spied on by the British, who attempted unsuccessfully to destroy it in an SAS raid in 1945. Operation High Jump was sent to attack the base, though they were repulsed by secret weapons, flying saucers are often mentioned, then eventually the base was destroyed by nuclear bombs in 1958. By the time of its eventual destruction, the base is often described as being populated by hundreds or even thousands of people and defended by a range of sophisticated weaponry, including the flying saucers. Of course, all of the stories claim that there has been suppression of facts and evidence by the British, Americans, and anyone else you care to name. The lack of evidence is therefore presented implicitly as evidence. While a lack of evidence makes something much less likely, the absence of evidence is not the same as the evidence of absence. What follows is a short account of why the claims of a secret Nazi base are not only baseless, did you see what I did there? But ridiculous. For a more in-depth explanation and discussion, see Summerhays and Beeching, 2007, Polar Record 43, 224-1-21. Hitler's Antarctic Base, The Myth and the Reality, download here. The Secret Nazi Antarctic Base Different authors claim different building times and locations of the supposed Nazi base. Sometimes it is described as being in a warm ice-free oasis with lakes. Sometimes pictures of other areas are misrepresented or just plain faked. While there are ice-free or relatively ice-free areas in Antarctica, they are not warm. The lack of ice is due to the prevailing winds and low snow deposition, not melting. The supposed warm ice-free caves under the ice-slash-ground and source of geothermal energy to supply the base do not exist in Drawning Mob land. While there is geothermal and even volcanic activity in other parts of Antarctica, this area is particularly geothermally quiet. Time and Logistics The base described as first built in 1939 is usually described as right, being- I want to stop right here. Okay. So basically this article is telling you that there was- there was a base, but it really wasn't a base because when World War II started, they never went back to the base that they 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 try to claim in Antarctica. And the British did go there and raid the place to see if they were there to make sure they wasn't there. Um girl. All right. Now I gotta get my little 15 cents. I gotta give my 15 cents. 
I gotta get my 15 cents. So, here's the thing, Dingalang. Um, I can't believe I just said Dingalang. Um, Y'all do know there are radical groups, okay? There is a radical group called the neo-Nazis. So there are still Nazis among us, okay? But, but, B-U-T-T, no, B-U-T, sorry. But, um... I think the British raid the area. I always believe people secretly find stuff, okay? Don't get it twisted. There has always been a firm belief by Lady T that Although they raided the place and there was no Nazis there, there's a possibility of them finding stuff uh, there, okay? I don't like when people deal in absolute because my thing is, is uh, I was not born in 1940s or 1930s. I was not raised. I was born in the 90s. And I feel like our generation, since most of the generation is um was born after. And if they were born around that time, they were probably children. They probably weren't paying any attention to what was going on. But there is a possibility, a firm possibility. That there's still some advanced technology the Nazis had, okay? Oh, so crazy. This is not Juggy Red. I promise. This is not Juggy Red. Um, I. There's a lot of stuff Nazis play with. One of them is genetic modification. Um, and I'm a firm believer a lot of the baseline behind the genetic modification that they did when they were doing those awful experiments on people. I think that's some form of it still used today. Okay. There's a reason why they had to take Nazi Germany down. Okay. They found some stuff. Now the government was like, they can't get near it. Or they, they saw that they found some stuff. They were like, got to take it away from them. Because as you see, if you are a country that is not part of the UE, or you're a country that's not home skillet biscuits with cheese on the side, 
with the United States and Britain and you have something that is powerful and can be used, you are a danger to them, allegedly. So with that being said, we don't know what's in Antarctica. We don't know. And it has been froze over and over and over from the last 70 something years. So I don't like when people deal with absolute because it's like, oh, it's just a rumor. It's just a fantasy, blah, 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 blah. But fantasy has some form of reality in it. And I always believe that fiction is based off of some form of fact. With that being said, Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Um, Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the moon ain't being real. Yeah. Of course, we're going to talk about whatever breaking news is happening in that moment. Um, Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Then What You Do in the Dark Will Come to Light, or whatever you have frozen in Antarctica will get unthawed and taken by the British and U.S. government. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so outie, and this is going to be part of my ending. Shout out to Papa Sonny.